everybody. This is episode 72. This is episode 22. Nope, 72. 72. Okay. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Bray. How are you? Good. What did you do today? I was at daycare. Was Was it fun? Yeah. That's good. Did you have a snack? Yeah, we usually have snack after nap time. What did you have today? Chex um, mix. Mmm, yummy. Did you guys have donuts today? No. <laughs> no. All right, all right. Tell, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye, Bray. Thank you, Bubba. Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Just repeating myself after my beautiful daughter. Uh, this is episode 72. Uh, Caleb, just want to say thank you for uh, creating some dialogue with her. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love dialogue. That's why I like podcasts. Oh, man. What's, what's up with you, man? What's uh, how, How's your week been? Um, I officially fired myself from one of my big projects. I realized that I was just not meant for a certain role. Talked to one of my partners, fired myself. And ever since then, dude, I've been great. (laughs) You, you fired yourself from a role. Which is easy to do when you're, you're, you're your own boss, right? But essentially have a little side project going on the house and I just was sucking at my job. So I, uh, um, I talked to my partner on that deal. I said, Hey man, I, I need your help. I need to let, I need to stop doing this. I need you to do it. And he's like, I agree. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been awesome, uh, man. That's so that's awesome. So <clears throat> before we get into this book review, can we, can we talk a little bit why that is so important? to have that to be able to do that well first of all you have to partner with the right people who can kind of give and take and push and pull with you yeah because anytime it's a partnership it's never let's say the splits are 50 50 it's never going to be 50 50 yeah one of you is going to do a little more here or there um so i think that's step one and then to give ourselves a little plug we recently read a book called Traction, and it talks a big chunk of it is getting the right people in the right roles. And uh, I know my skills. And could I do that? Absolutely. But it felt like work. And when I'm in roles that I'm uh, more suited for, it doesn't feel like work. And I crush them. Right. So he, uh, my partner uh, and I had a good talk and in the project. It's moving forward. I'm working on other things. Love it. Love it. Love it, bro. What's up with you, though, Coop? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, Oh, yeah, this this will be coming out. (laughs) Hopefully, when this comes out, this episode, uh, we'll be moving forward with our project. Uh, So, yeah, just right now, just you know, just getting things lined up for construction right now. So that's, that's where we're at. So, uh, 
Yeah, man, just staying busy, just uh, getting things lined up for myself because, uh, <clears throat> like I've told you before, I feel like once we get going um, in construction, I feel like it's going to move pretty uh, pretty quickly. You know, it's like, uh, what is it, the uh, the Chinese bamboo, right? It takes, like, they plant the seed, and it takes, like, what is it, like four years before it even starts to grow. And, like, yeah, yeah, and last year it grows, like, I don't know, like a hundred feet or whatever, you know, yeah. the, the yeah. footage is, you know, so. That's um, the thing. That's the thing with construction, right? Is you can see the daily change. Yeah. Otherwise it's not tangible. Exactly. Um, did uh, you and the wife just celebrated anniversary though. Coop, happy anniversary. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if, if that, if, if you're trying to give me an alley oop here for, so I can give your announcement. No, nah. I, I knew it was a matter of time, but well, I you know. honestly I totally forgot. Like I totally forgot I was gonna I wasn't gonna bring it up, and then you said that I was like, oh yeah, you guys got some great news. Actually, you guys been real busy in COVID. Yeah, no, we we made it strong through COVID. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> got 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 little little Carlson on the way. Yeah, that's that's what you're alluding to. But yes, yeah, that's uh, what I'm alluding to. Yes, little, little one on the way coming uh, January 2021. Which another book we read 2022, bro. You said 2020. Sorry, thank you. 2022. Oh, good. Uh, another book we read. Um, it's gonna escape me now. Malcolm Gladwell's book, um, Outliers. Oh my God! Here you go. Q1, it's the best month to be born, man. Here you Q1. go. Got to set, set them up right. Mr. Analytical over here. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, 2022 is going to be a, a very busy uh, year for both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> every year is busy, right? Yeah, every, every year is busy. Every year is busy. Uh, I think every year you, know, you have more wisdom and more awareness, too. Oh, for sure. For sure, hands down. All right, man. Should we uh, get into this book review? Yeah, what book did we read this month, Coop? What book do it was winning by Tim Grover. Uh I already I already knew this book was about to be was gonna be fire, it was gonna be awesome. Uh I started following following him on uh Instagram. Did you like this book more than his first book he put out? Um, I would, so I would say there was definitely, between both books, there's obviously chapters that I resonated with a lot in each, in each book. Um, so I don't know. I, it was a great book, man. I, I guess this one, he did more explaining on some of the concepts in, uh, in relentless and like this was more of him kind of explaining um winning but just going more in depth on his uh on his principles but i, yeah. I loved it bro i i can't even it's hard to say that because both books were awesome like i i don't know i can't they, they were both good books the first book um what was the title of the first book Coop? relentless relentless yeah so the first book it's almost like it gave you the context for this book when it was talking about coolers, closers, and cleaners. Yep. And now we got to go further into, you know, the level of drive that cleaners will go to. You know, maybe that's kind of how I would summarize the two. 
Yeah. But yeah, I think I might like winning by just a hair. Yeah. That was good. It was good. Okay, so how 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 do you want to do the book review, man? Because I, I know you I got strong parameters now. I can't. I've been, uh, I've, I've been loving the conversation we're having about it. <clears throat> oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm a, I'm like a top three takeaway kind of guy <laughs> myself versus chapter by chapter. You know, I, I just can't give away the sauce. You got to read the book. Um, but it's, it's your call, Coop. It's your podcast. No, no it's, it's all good. I got, I got, I got called out by you, and then I got called out by my wife. Um, so we'll, we'll stick. We'll stick to the the three takeaways. We'll we'll, we'll stick to the three. Yeah, um, you can't. You can't. You know, this isn't a you know play by play. It's all good. Go, go read the book. It's a great book. Read the next one with us. Yep. It was a phenomenal book, guys. You won't you won't get no more in-depth uh play-by-plays, just sports center, just the highlights. So. Yeah, Stuart Scott. Let's go. Yep, let's do it. You want to start off? Um no, I want you to start off. Man, why you gotta okay. So um basically this book, uh he talks about you know, same principles, um, like he did relentless. I think he had another thirteen number ones. Yeah, 13 number ones because they're all all important. So one of the ones that I loved uh, was he talked about in one of the chapters that winning is the ultimate gamble on yourself. Oh. Um, again, you uh, you got to believe in yourself. You got to know you're going to um, win at the end of the day. Uh, uh, he had a lot of, a lot of good, great gems in this chapter. He talks about believing in yourself, always growing. Um, and then he talked about in today's life, like there's a lot of people that are the assistant manager of their own lives and they're not willing to bet on themselves. And he had a pretty cool line in here. He said, you can't win if you don't gamble on yourself and you can't gamble if you don't believe you'll win. Um, and he just talks about confidence. So, yeah, I thought that was a really powerful chapter, man. If you're going to roll the dice, just make sure you roll it on you. So <clears throat> I think I always – a line I'm always guilty of saying in my personal life is like, hey, man, you're on the right side of 40. You know, like you could screw everything up, and then at age 40, you know, something will hit or something will stick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a – I'm a big believer and you know, take that chance. Um, he had a lot of good kind of like one-liners. There, there's an actual word for this, but um, one of my takeaways, it's a play on words, but winning isn't heartless, but you will use your heart less. Yeah, that was, that was, my, that's like, an, that's an awesome, awesome line. What did it mean to you, Coop? Oh, well, he he was basically, you know, kind of like what we've been talking about. I feel like it's kind of been a thing we touched on here and there a little bit during this podcast. But um, controlling your thoughts and your feelings, mm-hmm. mind over feelings, um, you know, when you can you when you can control your thoughts, you can control your action. And when you can control your action, you can control your outcome. Um is basically, you know, winning winning doesn't care at the end of the day, right? That was that was a big theme in this book. Like it doesn't care who you are, what you've done. It's always gonna demand more of you and it's gonna demand you to 
not be so emotional in your decision making, but you're going to have to be deliberate in how you think, how you pick things and, and just how you do things, you know? So I thought that was powerful too. Can I sneak another point in? Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. So Tim Grover's rise to fame is he's a very famous NBA trainer. And um, if you follow the NBA, people always say like, man, Michael Jordan. And then another guy who was just like Michael Jordan was Kobe Bryant. Right. And I feel like Tim did a great job of showing how they're very similar, yet they're also so, so, so different from each other. And yet they both were ultimate cleaners, but in different ways. So to me, it was kind of cool that, you know, anyone can be a cleaner and you can do it your own way. It's just what, you know, what's going to be your way. You know, Michael Jordan being as efficient as possible or Kobe Bryant, you know, working as hard as he possibly could always, right? They both, you know, were cleaners. So that was just, you know, more cool, kind of little, little fanboy perspective, but you could apply it to your own life. Yeah. And that's, that was, I agree with you hundred percent. It was pretty cool to see the person, but like the difference between the two. Um, and it was because Cause we're told they're the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, that's what we're all, we're all going to be told, but it's, it's, it's great to get Tim's perspective that they were completely different. I mean, yeah, they had the, the killer mentality, you know, they were both, uh, both cleaners, right um but how they just went about their business complete opposites yeah you know when i when i I think of jordan right i never i never realized he like was that efficient off the court i just thought he just worked his butt off like just from like kobe like kobe i just i just thought like oh he's probably a, a beast but like no he like was so efficient like when it was time to go hard it was it was hard but he knew when to stop um, you know, where Kobe was, you know, like you said, was a complete opposite. He just went all the time. Couldn't, couldn't turn it off. Like people had to tell him when to turn it up, turn it off. So I thought that was, that was pretty, uh, pretty neat when he was talking about them in the book. Um, yeah, that's, th- those are my two points. And I think sounds like one of your points was mine as well. The, the heart, heartless part. Um, but yeah, what else you got? Um, at the beginning of the book, he talked about, um, you know, winning, we all have the ability, uh, it's, it's, everyone has the ability to win, right? We all have that ability. We all have the desire, uh, but it's that struggle that people aren't willing to put themselves through, like that constant struggle. Um, and so I, I thought that was that was a, a great point. And then he also talked about small wins and building on it. Uh, and if you're someone that's a go-getter, right, uh, a cleaner, you know, or, or someone that just is always going, you have a hard time dealing with, like, acknowledging the small wins. Um, guilty. Oh, I'm very guilty. I'm very guilty. Um, I even like know if a small win is coming, I don't even like acknowledge. I just okay, it's coming. All right, what's on the next thing? <laughs> yep, cool. What's next? Cool. What's next? Right. And uh, he talked about building on those small uh, wins. It's he said it's so key and it's so important to make sure you acknowledge 
the small wins, no matter how small they are. Um, so that was a great reminder for me personally, because, you know, I've, I've had some wins, even some, some big wins over the last year. And I literally like my wife had a, had to like bring me back to earth and like, nope, you need to, we need to celebrate this. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But what's next? (laughs) (laughs) We just want to cut that ribbon. Cool. We just, we just want, bro. We just want to cut the ribbon. Like great grand opening. Okay. On like next location will already be picked out before. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta be stay forward. Thank you. So Uh, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah. Um, was that my two? I think that's two and a half. You, know, you, you, you want to sneak one more? Or you want to round up to three? Yeah. Let's just let me let me sneak one more in. Let me let me sneak one more in. Um, man, bro, this book was so good. <laughs> okay, it was quick too. I read it. Was... it I I just I blasted through it. Okay, man, this was great. Um, I like to say. So winning knows all your secrets. Hmm. Um, this is not one of my tops, so I'm excited. Was one of was one of the titles or one of the chapters, and he talks about he talks about the dark side again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He talks about uh, <clears throat> winning knows like all your. They compared it to uh, like people at a party that you don't want at your party, basically. That's how it started off, right? And and they had, um, I forget the lady who was also doing the, the play by play with him at the beginning of each chapter, but she had to tell people like they weren't talking about literal people, but it's those thoughts, those fears, uh, those things that are with you all everywhere you go, no matter how, how you you climb, you're always gonna have those thoughts, those feelings, those fears, those emotions, right? And he talked about like your dark side. The ability of your dark side is to be able to control those emotions and those uh, those thoughts and those actions, right? And he said you need to use those as fuel. And I I love it because he said, uh, you know, one way to know if if something is a big secret or like if something is how you feel strong about something is like to go in your life or like put all the the five or six things in your life that you don't have the best experiences with you know a breakup or not making the team or or whatever mm-hmm. like go through each emotion he says whatever your strongest emotion is that's one that's one of your things you need to use as fuel right and i was like and so he also talked about your alter ego right like your dark side is like your alter ego and he talked about uh kobe Kobe's alter ego was the black mamba, right? Just ha- having that other person that, you know, like when, it, when he comes out, there's no stopping him. You know? Right. That, that person that doesn't need to use their heart. Exactly. Right. And it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. So those are my three, bro. I could literally go on again, uh, but I'm, I'm going to cut it off short. Uh, can I sneak one more line in? I'm sorry. Yeah. One more line. So, one line. Not one line, but one more, just one more uh, mini uh, uh, point. So sure. win, winning is everything. This is the last chapter. Winning is everything. And one thing he said is uh, long-term goals 
are great, but long term isn't promised to no one. And so his point was was that you gotta always be pushing the issue and always trying to figure out how to get to your goals as quickly as possible because the longer it takes you to get that win, the shorter the time you have to enjoy it. Right. He was talking about Kobe a little bit there too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stories, man. Lots of good stories. It was great. It, this, this was a great book and uh, it was great. Uh, I, you know, I, he did a great job. Tim did a great job. Like with all the emotion that he had with Kobe and everything that's gone on with, with Kobe, you know, with the crash and everything, it was, it was really great to see him. Uh, um, tell some of these stories <clears throat> that no, you know, no one but him would would have, you know. So, it was all right, good. my last point. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, you weren't going to ask me about my third coop. Well, I, you seem like you're trying to wrap up, bro. So no, 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 no. All right, I'm sorry. I'm do my top three, bro. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, before my third, when he was telling the story about how he met Mike and he had converses on. And then he took his Converse on off and he had a hole in his sock. Man, yeah. but that relationship still worked out. Oh, it was, you know, it was so funny because he would talk about like how Jordan would talk to uh, Kobe about Tim and <laughs> basically, basically saying that Tim was just a jerk, basically, but in more aggressive language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's crazy because you just know Tim, like, was that guy like he was definitely a cleaner like you just hear about how he went about his things and yeah and you don't get in the room with michael jordan and kobe by being, being average by being yes. a cooler he yeah. the yeah yeah the 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 story where mike said i paid tim to not train anyone else <laughs> that, that was a good little story um but uh my third point in you, you can tell me what you can give me your feedback on this point too, but I really liked his saying winning makes you different and different scares other people. Um, it reminded me of Coop. Coop, you love having haters because <laughs> it's because it's feel for you. Right. <clears throat> and um, I look at it similarly yet different. Um, I look at more like, I can't remember, Jay-Z was just interviewed on a podcast the other day, and he was talking about how he had an uncle who said, like, man, like, there's no way you can sell 100 million records. And Jay-Z said, no, bro, you can't sell 100 records. I can, right? So people are people are so quick to put their doubts and their fears um, on you. And when they see someone winning, um, you know, it's almost like a defense mechanism for them to put you down to make themselves feel better or whatever else it is. But, I mean, it can be lonely as a winner, right? And uh, that's something I'm still learning how to process. I'm not, a, I'm not someone who uh, allows myself to feel like a very big success either uh so so i really liked i really liked that chapter on just you know the 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 perspective that winners have by being different but what do you think oh that was that was a that was a powerful uh chapter too um 
and I mean it, it's I mean it's never it's never easy you know de- dealing with haters you know but like or people that see you as different or think you're different um but at the end of the day it's not really you, you get to a point where it's like okay that's great like next you know mm-hmm. and this takes a lot of like reading doing a lot of personal development and training yourself to understand that when you start to do things differently or you start to get those wins, there's going to be people that are not going to like that period. Yep. You know, like you, like you said, Caleb um, and Jay, you know, I, I I briefly saw that interview. I think you're talking about um, with Jay Z uh, that people put their, limitations and their fears and their things that they haven't been able to do on you right because they don't want to have to look at you every single day and you be that person that always reminds them like hey i did it you did i did it you didn't right just because i i decided to take that chance you know and people don't like that and, and like you said, it's a defense mechanism to make themselves feel better about where they're at um, in their current life situations. Like a, it's like a way for them to make sense of the situation is to put other people down. Right. I'm not a businessman. I am the business, man. So, and I, and, I love Jay-Z. And this is something Greg, like I learned from Grant Cardone. He says, like, once you start taking the right level of, of massive action, that's when the haters start coming out. And that's, oh, yeah. that's actually a great thing. So if you don't have haters, you're not feedback. Taking, yeah. If you don't have haters, you're not taking enough action. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, this was a great book. Uh, I highly recommend. Highly recommend. I, right when I saw this was, was coming out, I was already told Kip, yep, this is going to be, once this comes out, we're getting this for sure. We're you going. jumped the list. Yep. You definitely jumped the list. <laughs> But that you know it was good. Uh, I I give it a I give it a ten out of ten. Read it. Ten out of ten. Love it. Love it. Um, are you gonna tell the audience what we're reading next, or are you gonna save that for me to? Uh, we are reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Is that correct? Did I get that right, Coop? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all good. I I apologize, bro. I didn't even hear you. I like was was switching back and was trying to find it, and it played, and you cut out. But I think I still heard it though. Oh yeah, no, no. I I just I think I have I think I have the title right. Help me out. But it's the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes, correct by uh, Stephen R. Covey. There you have it. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, keep yourself accountable. The average American reads less than two books per year. Bro, I thought it was like less and than one. Did that I, jump I, up? It must have jumped up in COVID. I, I'd be one of those people if it wasn't for this book club, Coop. So thank you. For sure. No problem. Um, there was a before we go, there was a crazy stat. Uh they said that uh the CEOs, I think it was last year or it was one of these years. There was like I think it was last year, like this the average the CEO made 219 times more than the average person. Sheesh. 
but it's it's like it's so easy though. Like you study what the C- CEOs do, so like they're reading at least like the average average CEO reads fifty two books a year. That's a book a week. Um, they go to a minimum of six personal development conferences a year. So I'm just like, I mean, we're we're about halfway. I mean, we got the. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, I mean, the twelve books. No, we're, we're we're less than half. But I'm sure you probably squeeze some books in here that we we don't even go over. Uh, it depends, man. It, you you get you get motivated, Caleb. Sure, but <laughs> motivated Caleb isn't doing more than thirty six a year. You know, but 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 that's what I'm saying though. Like, if you just go with this podcast, it's just twelve. Yep. And so, like guys like me and you are always trying to read extra, like a couple more books outside of this 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 podcast uh book club is what it was what my point no 100 percent. i mean you just you got to get it in as much as you can love it love it all right man um any last thoughts that's all i got all you got all right well um everybody have a great rest of your day and week and we'll see you next week see you next week Coop. oh wait hang on time out time out time out pause 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 almost forgot please rate subscribe <laughs> <You won't leave. laughs> i had to i had to i, almost, got thought it in. About, I almost thought about letting it go and i was like nope i gotta say it. yeah please rate subscribe leave a review we really appreciate it and that's all i got see you next week See you next week, Coop. Bye.